you're listening to episode 102 on a mindset on things above. What do you want? The three-month transformation. Welcome to a mindset on things above the coaching podcast that helps believers live life to the full while keeping their mind set on things above. I'm your host, Katie Chavez, certified life coach and founder of Raise the Bar Life Coaching. I'm so thankful you're here as I am on a mission each week to encourage, coach, exhort, and edify believers with scripture, as well as personal life applications and coaching tools you can implement immediately to start seeing a positive change in your life. Be sure to subscribe so you can get weekly episodes right in your favorite place where you listen to podcasts. And finally, if this episode challenges or encourages you, would you just do me a favor and share it with a friend? It means the world to me when you help share this resource with others so they can live their best life too. All right, now let's get on to today's episode. Hi, y'all. We are back. Just you and me for a brief episode because I have it all written out and it should go smoothly. (laughs) Um, But it is the second Friday, yep, of the year. And I'm wondering if you have ever wanted something so bad that you were willing to pretty much almost do anything to get it. Maybe you've tried, like, maybe you've tried some drastic measures off and on. I have, because I'm thinking of my own personal examples of, like, taking drastic measures to get what I want. And it didn't work, so I tried it again later because I really wanted it, like, on and off, in and out, back and forth. I really want it. So bad, I'm willing to do anything, so I take drastic measures. Moral of the story, I don't think drastic measures are healthy, and they don't work, and they're not long-lasting. So nix that. (laughs) I think it's fine to want things. Um, I've talked about wanting things off and on on this podcast, but I think it's fine to want things. We... Um, won't get into the dogma or scientifics, at least in this episode, behind why it's okay to want things. But for now, suffice it to say that God is a God of senses. He created our senses and he created things to be sensed and he enjoys pleasure. Like, dude, if you know anything about heaven... It is pure enjoyment, pure experience, pure pleasure. That's what heaven's going to be like. All of our senses to the max. Everything. Sight, sound, taste, smell. Everything. Like a billion percent. So much so that we need new bodies just to take it all in and process what is going on. We need new bodies. So God created the earth to display his beauty and wonder and majesty and he loves when we enjoy his creation his creation the world the earth everything in it um you know excluding sin and evil (laughs) 
like what God created is to bring glory to himself, like to be glorified and to show how awesome he is. And so when we enjoy his creation, he's blessed. It's just like a parent giving their child a gift. And when the child is like, oh my God, I love it. And they play with it nonstop. The parent's like, oh yeah, I did a good job. I got a good gift. My kid loves it. They play with it nonstop and it feels really good to give a good gift that somebody actually enjoys and uses and plays with. So we, however, are his masterpiece. So he created the world, the mountains, the oceans, the birds, the animals. He created the sun and the moon and the stars and the galaxies and the universe. He created snow. He created every, everything in the world, in the universe. But we, above all that, we are his masterpiece. And everything was created for us to enjoy with authority, dominion. We have been given authority over the earth and we are told to have dominion over the earth, not the other way around. Things are not supposed to dominate us in order for us to enjoy them. Got that? So we are to enjoy the earth. It brings God glory when we use our senses to experience pleasure and joy. And that's why I like, I think that it's not bad to want things because when we want to experience happiness, joy, elation, peace, like we want things that support our happiness, peace, joy, you get it, right? Like, that's fine in a healthy way. And like I say, we're not going to get into the scientifics about that. Um, but that's what we're created for. And the desires of our heart, I think, are placed there by God. Sometimes our desires, like we think we want one thing. The root of the desire like is pure, but the thing that we want actually doesn't satisfy that root. So sometimes we want a miss. I'm going to explain how that can be so. But so have you ever wanted something so bad that you're like, I will do anything to get it? Determination in my voice. Look me in the eye. I am going to do anything. So I... My tendency is to be hard-headed and stubborn. I mean, like, that's that was a past version of me, I guess. And I've come a long way. But my natural tendency is to be like, I'm independent. I can do whatever it takes to get what I want. I don't need any help. I don't need anybody. I will do, I'll do anything it takes. Like, I will just find a way. Doesn't matter. Um. So, at one point, I wanted freedom and I moved to the opposite side of the country to find it I wanted to get away from my ex I wanted to grow my business I wanted to start over and like start a new life I wanted to get away from my past from where I'm from (laughs) central Minnesota I was like I want freedom I want to get out of this so I moved to the other side of the country Dallas Texas I had a dream And I was willing to give up my life, everything that I had built up until that point in Minnesota. I was willing to throw it all away because I wanted to chase my dream. 
And I was determined, y'all. I was like, I don't care what it takes. I was so, I was at the end of my rope. I was at rock bottom. I was desperate, desperate to get out. Literally, I would do anything. That, can you hear how determined I was? That is where I was, that's where I was at, the point I was at. When I decided I needed to move. Okay. Um, at times, I didn't know how it was going to work out. I didn't even have a job lined up. I didn't know how I was going to move all my crap across the country. I didn't have money. Like, zero, nothing, nada. Not a clue. But God was there. And not just there, but with me. God was with me. He's never going to leave you. Even when you make wrong decisions, even when we make mistakes, he's promised to never leave us. Even in the midst of acting out a bad choice. Because sometimes we don't know until we do it. Like, oh, that was not a good idea. I shouldn't have done that. Doesn't mean God's like, oh, I'm going to peace out right now while you go do the wrong thing. Uh, so at times I didn't know. I, I didn't have a clue how this was going to work out. But God was with me and he had already preceded me. He had gone before me and he was already in Texas waiting for me. He's everywhere. Don't forget. Um Omnip omnipotent, omniscient is all knowing, omnipotent is all powerful, omnipresent, there you go, omnipresent, he is everywhere in you, with you, and where you're going, and where you've been, he's been there, done that, going there, is there already, and what I've learned is that if there's nothing you're not afraid to feel, so there's no resistance. Eh, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't want to. What if? If there's no resistance and there's nothing you're not afraid or unwilling to feel, there will be nothing that you're not willing to do. And let's apply that to our dreams, our goals, our desires. The thing I want so bad, I will do anything to get it. Like, move into an apartment without a job and maybe get evicted. Yikes, scary, not fun. Oh my gosh, really, <laughs> really uncomfortable. If that happens, so be it. I'm willing to do anything to pursue my dream, to make it happen before I have all my ducks in a row. So if you want something to be different than how it's always been, you've got to do something that's never been done. I love it. Have you heard that before? I think we all have. I really love that phrase. Quote, what have you. Now, new. Ugh, here we go. New. Ugh. New things can be hard to stick to. Do you got a resolution? Are you doing something new? Can I get an amen? A diet? A workout plan? Something new can be hard to stick to because it's so easy to go back to our old self. And when we are in the known, this is what I know. I've always slept in. I don't know how to not wake up. I mean, how to not sleep in. And when we're in the known, what's familiar, uh, comfortable, we only create more of what's known. And I learned this from the book, You Are the Placebo and Joe 
Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, he talks about this. So long as you are doing the same things, you're in the same routine, you're thinking the same thoughts, you drive the same route to work, you eat the same foods, like so long as everything is familiar and known, that is how we create more of the same thing, what we already know. But if you want something different, you have to be in the unknown. And that is scary. Moving across the country to a place where I don't have a job and I need to pay rent in a couple weeks and I got to save up like a thousand bucks. I need to work to accumulate that. Here are all the thoughts going through my head where I'm like, that idea ain't going to work. Really scary. You're going to be really uncomfortable. Just pure unknown. I don't know how this is going to work, but I'm going to step out in faith. Once you know it, God was there. It's when we are in the unknown that we have to trust God because we don't know. I can't control the outcome. I don't got a clue. It's out of my control. I have to trust God. Oh, what a horrible place to be. Trusting God who has our best interest in mind, who sent his son to die for us because he cares for us. Why would I think I can't trust him with my job or where I live? And Jesus is like, don't worry about any of these things. Look at the lilies. See how they're clothed. Look at the birds. See how they're fed. Will not your father, who's a good father, take care of you? Much more so than birds and flowers? Ugh. Uh, it's okay. We're a work in progress. We'll get it. Okay? Grace. Um, we can trust and believe for a different outcome. When we let go of control, that doesn't make sense yeah when you think about it because you're like I want to create this result xyz and if I'm not in control how is that gonna happen anxiety frustration fear if I'm trying to lose weight and I'm not controlling my diet how am I gonna lose weight doesn't make sense does not equate right new is scary new is hard new is unfamiliar New is unknown. New takes time and practice, like learning a new skill. Time, repetition, practice, mistakes, do-overs. And we've already talked on the podcast recently, within the last couple months, about the idea of possibility. What is possible for you? But we don't want to believe for it. Yeah, I'll consider this as possible, but I don't believe that it will. It just It's a possibility that is available. Sure, I can wrap my mind around that. And get this, the devil would even have us think that we are evil or sinning or selfish if we believe God for impossible things. You don't, you don't need that. You shouldn't believe God for that. That's selfish. You don't need that. Why would you go so big? Why do you need grandiose, big, enormous, humongous dream? Just go for a moderate dream. <laughs> but the desires, desires, desires of our heart are there because God would be glorified. There is a book that was recommended to me. That talks about this. It's a really great book. I recommend it if you have resistance. 
to dreaming big or desiring, like going for your desires. Uh, it's called The Circle Maker by Mark Batterson. It's a good book. I read it. It's a, it is a Christian book. So now we need to be seeking his face, seeking the face of God and his kingdom first and his righteousness. You know that verse? Because what does it say? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then it says, and, or and then, I don't remember exactly. It says then. So God always wants relationship. And our desires are a pathway to growing in our relationship with God. It's available to us to deepen our relationship with God when we pursue our desires. It goes hand in hand because God is good. And God created our senses to be experienced. He created love for us to have love in our heart and desire that. God always wants relationship. That's why he sent Jesus to die so he could pay the price for our soul because he wants a relationship with us, you individually. If you were the only person who ever lived on the earth, if you were one person in the whole entire world, Jesus would have still come down to die for you. You. It doesn't matter who you are. Be, okay, yeah. Sidetrack. Rabbit hole, we'll save that for another day. He says, seek ye first the kingdom, then all these things. So one plus one equals two. A, B, C. Seek God, seek the kingdom, number one, then all these things will be added to you. Not, maybe it could, might be added. Like, only if you're good enough, only if you cross off all the checks, mark off all the boxes. I mean, he's kind of saying that. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, then all these things will be added to you. It's about relationship first and foremost. So what do you want? What are you afraid to want? What do you think is sinful to want? I know that seems tricky. I know you're not like wanting to do drugs or do something immoral, rob a bank. I know you're not like desiring for sin. Okay. So, but it seems, it can seem like a gray line. Well, what is sin? Maybe that is sin. Like wanting a Gucci bag. Maybe that is sin. And here's how that could be. All right. If you are seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness and you're seeking God, you're going to know. Because what's that other verse? Um, so that you may be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I should have looked that one up. That is totally applicable. Okay. What have you wanted but didn't get? And so now you're feeling disappointed. Mm, girl, pick it up, dig it up. What is the thing that you tried to get? Remember, you were so desperate. And you tried anything to get what you wanted so desperately and you didn't get it. And now you're disappointed. And maybe you're bitter. <laughs> I would do that. I would be bitter. I worked my tail off and I still didn't get it. And I'm so disappointed. 
screw that. I'm, le- I'm quitting. I'm leaving that. That stunk. That dream was stupid. Like that's where my attitude would go. So have you, what have you wanted but didn't get? And now you're feeling this way, disappointed, bitter. Oh, what do you think you can't want? I can't want this because it's not good. It's impure. It's not God's will. Consider it. What do you think? Um, I can't want that. Like, ugh, I can't want that. Like, just put it on the table. Bring it back. Put it on the table. Sometimes the thing we want changes. And this is why I want you to think about the thing you think you can't want. Because sometimes our wants change. God knows this. He knows the big picture. He knows start to finish. We don't. So I can only be directed by my desires. Sometimes my desires change. But God is good and he gives us good things. So I wanted a forbidden relationship. I knew it was impure. I knew it was immoral. But I was in love. (laughs) Young and foolish. (laughs) I was in love and I wanted it to work out. So I was involved in sin. I knew it. But guess what? God was patient for me. God was patient while I pursued less than my best, pursued personal gain, sin. But guess what else? Guess what else? He didn't give me what I wanted. This is what I wanted. He didn't give it to me because he has a better plan. He knows the big picture. He didn't give me what I wanted. He gave me something better. Oh, mic drop. Are you willing for that to happen for you? What if you pursue? Look, I didn't die. Yes, I was sinning. Yes, I was pursuing what I knew was wrong. And I'm here to tell you about it. You always have, like, I'm not telling you to knowingly go out and sin. No. What does Paul say? Do we, therefore, do we sin so that grace can abound? No. No. Just don't be scared. Desire is there to direct us. And we get to place our desire in God's hands and just do our part, which is to act and believe and give it to God and trust and have faith. God didn't give me what I wanted. He gave me something better. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how we're supposed to pray. God's will. What do you want? You have your will. I I have a desire. I think it would be fun to go skydiving. Whatever. I desire to whatever. Is that evil? I won't know until I pursue it and I seek God's face. Is it evil to skydive? I don't know. But we like to negotiate and play these games in our head of good, bad, black, white, right, wrong. But I want to like encourage you to be bold and take action and you will find out along the way. As long as you're seeking God's face and putting first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these things will be added unto you. And God has a plan for you. It's our job to take action. Yes, he wants me to be married. To that guy? No. Yes, he wants me to be married. God blesses marriage. I want to be married. 
Should I have married that guy? No. Did I want him? I did. God gave me something better. I was stubborn. I was persistent. But God was loving and patient. He didn't electrocute me with a lightning bolt and say, shape up, Katie, you know better. He allowed it to happen as long as I was involved, as long as I chose, because he's loving and patient and kind. He's not in a rush to shape us up or fix us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does chastise those he loves. So be aware of that. We have to go. God did not say, well done to the person who went and buried his talent, the money he was given. He blessed the ones that went out and took action. They did something. Some did better than others, but God still said, good job. Some made a little, some made a lot. He said, good job. But to the one who was afraid and didn't take action, didn't do anything, he did not bless. He said, you're kind of a fool. You kind of are a foolish dude for doing that. Um, I have so much to share. I have like so much to share with you over the next upcoming weeks. But I wanted to give you a boost. If you are on the fence about your desire. Should I? Could I? Would I? If I don't, will I regret it? If I do, will I regret it? If you're on the fence. It's a new year. It's still the beginning. You haven't missed anything yet. So what is possible in three months? What's any Anything is really possible in three months. Let me just tell you, anything is really possible. Um, so what is possible in three months? And what would you be willing to commit to for three months? Sometimes it's easier to break it down, like, A whole year might be a little, a lot to swallow, but three months or one month, break it down. One um, cycle at a time. Would you be willing to work for it as long as it takes? Maybe it didn't happen in three months. This is possible, but it didn't happen. Are you willing to recommit? Are you willing to try again? So last year... Towards in September, toward the end of the year, I recommitted to my goal of earning six figures in a, in a year. So I recommitted to that goal, like at the fourth quarter, which meant I would pretty much have to make all of that in the fourth quarter if I wanted to hit my goal of six figures in one year, which is like what every entrepreneur is, every entrepreneur's goal. Uh, yeah, it's my goal too. Yeah. Um, I know that's possible. Six figures in like four months. Yeah, it's possible. Have I done that yet? No. (laughs) Am I there yet? Am I at that level? Maybe not. But the only way to get there is to pursue it. I know it's possible. I know I can. I might not be at that level yet, but the only way to get there is to go after it. It may be a bit of a jump from my starting point. Like I had made a little like under 10K um, from January to September, 
And then to make that up, that might be a big jump. But I know it's possible. And I serve the God of the impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. So here we go. I am here to help people. As a life coach, I am here to coach you like carriage coach, horse-drawn carriage, get you from A to B. Coach you there. And so I have nine spots available until I'm booked as a coach. Um, And my offer is for a year. So nine clients I am onboarding for a year of coaching. Um, But I'm making something available in January for my peeps who are on the fence. And you're like, a year, ah, ah, a year, ah. So three months. I myself am doing a three-month transformation. It's my little New Year's thing. I already started beginning of January and is going through the end of March. Um, yeah, in a nutshell, like I'm doing nutrition. I'm doing my workouts. I'm doing my self-development. I'm committing to a couple things. Hard core. This hour-long meditation I'm doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I am hitting it hard because I got goals. I got levels I want to hit. I want to get there. And I have to be actively pursuing it. And for the next three months, I'm actively pursuing it hardcore. And uh, I want to invite you to join me in coaching for three months. A transformation. What can you commit to for three months? Y'all, I am eating fish. Every night, fish, every night, three months, tilapia, salmon, shrimp, some other fish, (laughs) fish, three months. I can do that. Am I going to do that all year? No, no, I'm not. Am I going to do it for three months? I can commit to three months. You know why? Because I want something. We talked about wanting. How bad do you want it? What can you commit to for three months? Because a lot is possible, oh my gosh, is possible in three months. I've seen it. I've experienced it. A lot is possible in three months. What can you commit to? So I'm making a special offer today, well, through January. But for anyone hearing my voice, whenever you're hearing it, right now, today, Friday, next week. So we can work together for three months. Like, as if you were taking a year and cramming it into three months. Because we want something. We want transformation. We are willing to work hard. We can do anything for three months. I I will help you. You can wake up at the crack of dawn for three months. You can do it. Commit to it. Do it, do it, do it. And then after three months, you can say you did it and go back to sleeping in. Okay? But if you want something and you're willing to feel anything, tired, like a failure, like it's not working, you're willing to feel all the feels, then you'll try it. Then you'll do it. And I'm here to help you with those feels and those thoughts. Okay? So it's 2.5K, 2,500 for three months, two grand. What can you commit to doing for two grand for three months? I know you can, dude. I know you can. You can do anything. And I'm here to help. So 
I coach you on your thoughts so you can get into the things that you need to do, the feelings you need to have that will spur you to create your result. Maybe stick to your goal, maybe eat fish every night, whatever it is in your business, in your relationships. Maybe you need to bite your tongue more often and apologize more, like say less, apologize more. Maybe that's something you know you need to work on personally, relationships, business, you know what it is. And if you want some help on it and you're willing to commit for three months, three months transformation because you want it that bad, I can help you. I'm here to help. Decide what you want. Decide. And okay, going back to the uncertainty, like, well, I don't know. Should I want, should I, I don't know. Like, let's get on a consult. That's what a consultation is for, is to talk through these things, to figure it out, and then make a decision. So we'll figure it out. I'll help you figure it out. I don't figure it out. You figure it out. I just help you. (laughs) And then you get to decide. Yes. And sometimes, like, you think committing to something for three months, you think that's going to be hard? Making the decision is probably the hardest part. Getting on the consultation and saying yes, that is the biggest hurdle to clear. Once you do that, the rest is in the books. The decision is the hardest part a lot of times, I feel like. So if this sounds like a train that you want to get on, my link is available in the comments below to book that consultation. I'm making this offer through January and then the train is rolling down the tracks for three months. So I do have limited spots. Um, don't wait. Are you coming? Are you going to board the train? Are you going to come? Name my offer. You know what it's going to take. You know the commitment. Let's talk about the specifics of your commitment on a consultation and make it happen. Our three-month transformation. I'm so excited. I'm really excited for the outcome, um, for the result, for our goal. I'm excited. And I'm excited for you. So that's it. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'll see y'all on a consult, if not next week. Bye.